All right, Jabo say good morning. Let us begin. So we are continuing in Mirza Hashem in Os Ayin Hey. In Sidka Satzadik, I left you off on the cliffhanger yesterday on, uh, with Rab Tzadik. So remember again, we're on page Kuf Ayin Zayin in footnote Resh Tzadik Tess. And Rab Tzadik was quoting over here the Tshuva from Rav Haigon. And the following Tshuva was asked that you had an individual who had undertaken a series of fast days and then after he had undertaken those fast days, he wanted to know, could he sell the zechus, could he sell the merit of those fast days to another? So we're continuing again on page Kofi and Zion, in the footnotes on the bottom left-hand column, second line in. Oh, by the way, you can apply a standing. Let's say I go over to, to Shimon, and I say to Shimon, listen, you come to Shir every single morning, you come to Dathyomi every single morning. Here's what I want to do. I'm going to pay you $1,000 a month, and I want the zechus. I want the merit of your Talmud Torah. That does, so they asked Rav Hai, can you go out, which is an excellent deal, right? So I want $1,000 a month, I'll give you, but I want the merit of that learning. Says Rav Hai, can you do that? Can you do that? Tshuva, look what he writes, is incredible. Kach ra'inu kidvarim elu divrei hevel she'in lismoch aleihen. So Rav Hai, this is quoted from Rav Hai, Rav Hai says, foolishness, foolishness, divrei hevel, absolute foolishness, nothing to rely on. How can you ever imagine that you could purchase the merit of a mitzvah from another person? How could you ever imagine such a thing? The Pasik says, quoting from Yechezkel, the righteousness of the tzaddik, the righteousness of the pious man, will be upon him, meaning... The righteousness of the righteous man belongs to him and cannot be, it's a non-transferable entity. So the same way, interestingly enough, he compares the same way that I can't be held responsible or I can't, I'm not involved in the sin of my friends. I'm also not involved in the Averis of my friends. Now, that comparison of Tzadik chips away a little bit. But the point of Haigon says is that you cannot purchase the merits of someone else. What do you think? That merit from a mitzvah is something you carry around that you could choose? Okay, you know what? I'll give it to this one. I'll give it to that one. He says, So, he goes on, he says, Umishemasi Atsamo, Liknos Skar Havero Bidam O Matana, as someone who tries to purchase the merit of his friend through money or through a gift, Lavuz Hu Vilag. This is a disparagement of the mitzvah itself. No, so we'll get to that in just a moment. So he goes on, he so a century of Haigon Paskins in this Juva, you cannot go ahead and purchase the merit of a mitzvah from another individual. Now, I, what about what Seder was talking about, about Yisachar and Zvulun? Seder said, this is very different. So it's very important to understand what Yisachar, right? I'm sorry. So Yisachar was learning. What Zvulun got from that was a partnership in the performance of the mitzvah. It's not the pshat that Yisachar got all of the, Yisachar got all of the, all of the schar 
and then Zvulun purchased some of it. Yisachar and Zvulun were partners. In other words, Zvulun was able, was able to do what he was able to, I'm sorry, Yisachar was able to sit and learn because Zvulun helped them. Zvulun supported them. That was a partnership. That was a premeditated partnership. And a premeditated partnership, there is a sharing of merit. That's not what Rav Haigon is talking about over here. Rav Haigon is saying is, I go over to Reuven and say, Reuven, you come to Shear every single morning. I want to purchase that merit from you for $1,000 a month. I didn't do anything to facilitate. There's no proactive partnership. I want to purchase it. This is a transactional piece. Rav Haigon says, you can't do it. You can't do it. It doesn't work. Now, I will say, see, you see the difference? There's, there's a difference between a premeditated partnership where, again, in this case, the funds of Zvulun enable Yisachar to go ahead and sit and learn. That is a sharing of reward. Masha'inkin, the proactive purchase of reward, I should say, the, pre, the pre-med, or the, 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 actually, it's the, it's the, it's the ex post facto purchase of reward does not work, says Reb Hai. I will say, what I, why, why is Reb Sadek bringing this down now? Because remember, again, this goes to, to highlight his point that a mitzvah, when a person does a mitzvah, it becomes part of who you are. Right? It becomes part of your essence. And because it becomes part of your essence, you cannot sell something that is inextricably linked to you. Right? Something so the same way I can't go ahead and sell my heart. Right? Sure, I, I, what's, what's, you know, what's the going rate for a heart? You know, tell, tell me what you're willing to offer. I can't give that to you because that's a part of me that I cannot live without. My mitzvahs become a part of who and what I am. And therefore, by definition, they are a non-transferable entity. So again, remember, Rabbi Zadik is contrasting that with Averas. When I commit an Avera, and Avera, remember again, the imagery we had is the Avera sits, it sits on top of me. Right? It, sits, it sits on my neshama, but it doesn't permeate inside. So it's there, I have to rectify it, but it doesn't seep inside. The distinction of Tzadok is trying to make, Kiddushas Domim, Kiddushas Haguf. Financial sanctity, physical sanctity. Avera is like financial sanctity. Financial sanctity can be redeemed, can be removed. The mitzvah is like physical sanctity. It devolves upon the entity in its entirety. So the Rebbe goes on, he says something amazing. Back on the top of Kofi and Zion, he says, very so this is Parsha. What about the fact that Esav sold his birthright? This is Parsha. This is Parsha. What about the fact that Esav sold his birthright? Isn't the birthright, by definition, representative of mitzvos, representative of kiddush? Remember again, what the birthright represented, at least biblically, was not just simply a piece of inheritance, but what the birthright represented, again, was an elevated status of holiness. So says Reb Tzadik, if it's true that my mitzvos become a part of who and what I am, they become part of my persona, then at the end of the day, how is Esav able to, how is he able to sell the birthright? Look what he writes. This seems like he was selling something that has, by definition, Kedusha. Shamati, look what Tzavik says. This is so beautiful. Shamati lefishu haya b'char. Page Kofayin Ches. Bedimyon v'lo ba'emes. Lefichah choyol mechira bedimyon. This is so beautiful. Reb Tzavik says, Esav was never really the b'char. He was never really the b'char. The Rebbe's Lashon is, he was b'char bedimyon. Bedimyon means like in imagination. Right? He was the b'char. He was the firstborn. 
in, in an illusion, but he wasn't really the firstborn. And Reb Tzadik, again, in the footnotes over here, discusses this concept a little bit about what it means to be a Bechar Bedimi. You know, he gives the Mashal of Rashi. The Rashi says that in reality, Yaakov Avinu was created first, right? He gives the example of if you put two items into a tube, the item that goes in first comes in last. So therefore, again, he says Yaakov Avinu was actually created first, but it came out of the womb second. The idea being that the reason why Asa was able to sell the Bechora was because of Tzadik Pazitz, it was never really his. It was never really his. He was the Bechar B'dimion. But Enoch Inami, had Asa been the true and legitimate Bechar, the ability to sell the Bechora, which represents an entitlement to Kedusha, would not have been there. Would not have been there. So also, we'll have to stop over here for today. But again, I just want to highlight, I just want to highlight over here this idea about, actually, let's just do one more, let's just do one more, one more paragraph. But interestingly enough, what you can do, says Rabbi Tzavik, is you could sell you, actually, you know what, we'll stop here, we don't have time to get into this today. So I'll say, so again, so just pointing out, Rabbi Tzavik constantly highlighting this Yisod, right? Averos is like ultimately what we'll call Kiddushas Damim, financial sanctity. It's there, it becomes part of who and what I am, but it does not take over the totality of self. A mitzvah, like Kiddushas Hagov, physical sanctity, takes over that complete and totality of self, becomes part of who and what I am. Based on that, says Rabbi in halachic sense, you cannot sell your mitzvos. You cannot sell your mitzvos. You cannot sell the tzchus because selling your mitzvos would be selling a piece of who you are. What we'll end off with tomorrow is, but can you sell your averos? Can you sell your averos? Right? And if you can, what a market there's going to be for that. So that'll be continued tomorrow. We'll see what finish off. Os Ayin Hey tomorrow. Shukayach, everyone.